0: Home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Radio G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Woo!
1: Thank you, everybody. Oh, what a warm welcome for this Monday morning, December 21st, 2020.
0: Oh,
1: is this how you thought? going to spend your week of Christmas. Well, it's not how I was expecting to spend mine, and this has just been one of those crazy, crazy years. I have never seen anything like it, Um, yet today I am sitting here with you for the next period of time, and I am grateful to be here. So many reasons, Um, but today is not my gratitude show. I'll be doing one of those later this week. Today, I want to talk about some Christmas memories that I have, and I'm going to invite you to call in if you would like. This show is very impromptu. I woke up at like 4.30 this morning, and I said, I've got to do the show this morning. And um, this is supposed to be a week of vacation. It is not. Um, I am now home for this week, and i um, While I'm home, I thought, you know, maybe I'll throw in an extra couple of shows and just see where the week takes us and maybe talk about some nice things, happy things that have been going on in the past, maybe even in the present, and hopefully get your um, take on some of the things that are going on for the holidays. If you don't want to call in and just want to listen, that's totally fine because you can listen to this on iTunes. You can download this and take this anywhere you go. You can listen to it right here on Blog Talk or listen to the link that I post on social media. Um, anyway, so on, on with the show. One of the things that I have always, always, always loved, of course, and you know this because, you know, we've talked about this a million times, are my love of dogs. And growing up, um, I was lucky to have a dog named Guess. And people thought that was just the silliest name for a dog. And I never would have named my dog Guess, except that years before I was probably even a glimmer, my parents had a dog that they named Guess. And they thought it was a riot because you know, when you'd have company come over, you would say, what's your dog's name? And you say, guess. Okay. King, Rover, Spot, Fido. No, guess. Okay. um, Max, Champ, you know, and you go through that and, you know, and then 20 minutes later, everybody giggles and goes, oh my gosh, that's so funny. So growing up, I thought, well, I need to have a guess also. So I had a guess growing up and, um, she was a wonderful dog and, um, it was just, a faithful companion, you know, went everywhere with me. And, you know, growing up, she'd let me just, you know, rough house with her. Um, She went with me in my paper route every morning and we just, you know, had a very special bond. So years later as I've grown up and I got my first house in Phoenix, I said, you know, boy, I'd really like to get a dog. And through a set of circumstances, I ended up with a Chow Roddy, and I was going – It was this is when wrestling was, like, really big with World Championship Wrestling. And so I went through the names like Lex Luger and Hulk Hogan and Sting and Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man, you know, and you go through all of the the names that you think, you know, I'm going to name my dog this. And then one day it just hit me. I said, I've got to name the dog Guess. I had no rhyme or reason behind it other than I was just going to name the dog Guess. So I did. And Guess was great and loved Guess. And that was about the time I started a job where I was at a call center all day. And, you know, so I was gone a lot. And, um, you know, I get to see Guess in the evenings and the weekends and that type of thing. But, you know, if you are a dog, you tend to be a social animal or like to be around others, whether it's other furry animals or you're human. And about eight, nine months later, I said, you know what? I think Guess needs a buddy, and he needs somebody to play with. And so I thought I had found through the same um, source that I would be able to get a new litter pick of a brother or sister for Guess. But that did not pan out through a variety of unfortunate experiences. But what did happen? is that I thought I found the same breed and mix. Clearly, I did not. But I thought I found the same breed and mix. And I found a beautiful little black puppy. And when I got him around Christmas time, it's like the week of Christmas, probably like even today, but this is a million years ago, um, my dad went and picked up the puppy for me and brought it up to the mountain up in Overgard, Arizona, where my aunt and uncle Dallas and Maryland lived, my cousins Dean and Dave were going to be, the whole family. And that is in Phoenix, um, where the family traditionally had spent Christmas, is up the mountain. And so my dad brought the, the puppy up. I drove up after work, got there, and just absolutely fell in love with this tiny little just furball who proceeded to pee on my chest. Now that's interesting, only because the second that I first got Guess the year before, the first time I picked up Guess, Guess, well, he didn't want me to pick him up, um, but you know, how can I not pick up a puppy? So I picked up Guess, and Guess just peed all over the front of my shirt. But I think that was because he was, you know, trying. He had been locked in a van, you know, in a in a van down by the river. Um, as my dad and Karen were bringing him down to Phoenix for me. And so he just really needed to go potty. But in this case, it was just the fact that this tiny little puppy, you know, just his bladder had to go. So what peed on me too. So guess peed on me on my initial inaugural visit and so did what became known as what. And so I had these two dogs guess and what, and everybody thought you can't name your dog guess. You can't name your dog. What, but guess what? I did so years later, when I got ready to do the radio show and I started my little interest into the singing foray, I wanted to write a song that really celebrated the fact that pets now for me, it's dogs for you, it might be cats or parakeets or ferrets or goldfish or whatever it is, but these dogs left such an indelible impression of love and compassion in my life. And I wanted to pay a little tribute to them. Now, they had long since passed, but I had with me Suki, the super Chihuahua. She has now passed as well. Bless her heart. Rest in peace. Probably the only dog that I've ever felt like a spiritual connection to. This little, you know, four-pound dog. Oh, my God, she just ruled my world. But Sookie, Jenny, Bill, and Angie – were featured in a music video that I did called Guess What? It's Christmas Time. And I'm going to play the song now and we're going to come back. And if you want to call in and share a holiday memory, that's awesome. You can also send me a message on Facebook on the Rated G Radio Facebook page. And we'll talk about that. So I've got a couple of notes from people who uh, were writing in in the last couple of weeks saying, when are you going to do your Christmas show? Well, this is kind of I um Series of episodes for Christmas, but in the meantime, this is Guess What? It's Christmas time.
0: Well, you might not think it's Christmas with the sunshine in the trees. You might not even think of Santa Claus with his dogs down by the beach. Oh, their tails they are a wagging, wagging here to there, and the joy joyous... and Puppy, or one with a big brown nose. Either way, you'll feel so happy with love from Santa Slay and play.
1: why I like it so much other than the fact that I think it's just catching super fun anyway the music video is linked on the show page if you want to go see that on my Vivo artist channel on YouTube it's there for you to take a look at feel free to share that with your family and friends Um, music is made possible by Mr. Brian Pothier of Pothier Productions up in Brea California and when I wanted to start my adventures in singing and that's really now my passion I absolutely give me a microphone I want to sing a song Um, Brian welcomed me into his studio uh, years ago now and said, kid, your check cleared. You know, let's make some music. Now, he didn't really say that. I just love to say that because it just sounds completely not like Brian because he's one of the most generous, kind, sweet people ever. And him and his wife are just um, two of the most lovely people I've ever known. Um, So Brian is responsible for the music part of that and making me sound great, much better than I technically was at the time, and forever grateful for that. Other people I want to give some shout-outs to this week. There's going to be lots, so you're not getting all in today, so you'll have to stay tuned. Uh, But I want to thank Rob Watson, who is my Um, Dear friend who took over rated LGBT radio when life changed for me a couple of years ago, and when I wanted to come back this year, he welcomed me back to the station that I founded back in 2011, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be back here with you today, Um, but really for Rob, for just making things so easy, hospitable, uh, fantastic, and just showering me with a lot of love from afar, letting me do this. So, Rob, thank you very, very much. Um, One of the things that I want to also share with you, you know, staying on the pet memory lane, the first, well, the following, okay, so guess what now, two and what was probably just like a year. So, again, getting ready to go up to Dallas and Maryland for the big Christmas celebration. and. I had finally broken past the fact that I was a Scrooge for so many, many, many years. I did not celebrate Christmas, didn't put up a tree, didn't do a lot of celebrating. But when I got guests and what, they just opened up my heart in such a way that I thought, oh, now, you know, because, of course, dogs, you know, know the meaning of Christmas and all of that. So I went and got a Christmas tree smelled beautiful. I went to the Home Depot. I flocked it outside with about 43 cans of snow, brought it inside, made sure I filled it up with water, did the whole thing beautifully and painstakingly wrapped presents that people thought I must have bought it like crate and barrel because they were so fantastic. Well, that's the gay gene. I wasn't very good at the gay gene then, Probably not now either, but that was my one attempt to be more artsy in my package wrapping. So I have all these beautiful presents that I'm getting ready to load up into my car and take up to the mountain. And I start loading the packages into the trunk.
0: And guess what?
1: It's Christmas time. Well, there we go again. Shameless plug for the video. I started going... This is this this doesn't smell right. So What had decided to mark the Christmas tree? But in doing the marking of the Christmas tree, he peed on all of the presents. All of them. Not just one or two. And I had, I don't know, thirty, forty presents under the tree. I gotta get on the road. I've got to get up and see Dallas and Maryland and David and Dean and Judy and Albie and Janice and my dad and Karen. I mean everybody. Everybody's up there already. I'm the last person to show up. And I've got every present that I've painstakingly wrapped smelling like pee. Guess what I didn't have time to do? Rewrap them. So with a blind eye, I said, well, this is just going to have to be the way it is. They're going to love me or hate me, but (laughs) the presents ain't getting rewrapped. So p wrapped pea-smelling presents in the trunk of my car, went all the way up to the mountain, and I said not a word to anybody and that Christmas morning, they, um, everybody unwrapped their presents. They thought how beautiful it was. And thank God that Judy and Marilyn's cooking in the kitchen, the smell of the turkey cooking and the pies baking and the coffee brewing completely overtook the fact that carefully, beautifully wrapped presents for the first time ever smelled like dog pee. I did not tell anybody that year, but the following year I did break down and share that story with them. And I think they get a big kick out of it. So that was one of my favorite memories with and What. And it was a lasting memory because it's one of those things that, you know, once it happens, you know, I'm sure other pets have done that. But it did change the fact that after that, um, I did not choose to get a live tree when I had the dogs in the house. I think I ended up with a fake tree for a while. I I think. And I think it's one of those things where after Christmas, when everything at Michael's was like 95% off, you go and stock up for the next year. I think that's what I ended up doing. Because I had a bunch of fake Christmas trees for a long time. So that was always fun. Now, as I get ready to start thinking about Christmas this week, I'm thinking about smells. Not dog pee smells, but smells that make my heart just melt. I think probably my favorite smell to wake up to is a pot or a tea kettle with a couple of cinnamon sticks, maybe a slice or three of orange or lemon, just having it on a slow, warm, with just enough heat to get the aroma flowing through the house. And you can wake up. With the smell of holiday. Little did I know that the smell of the cinnamon is also something that helps purify your home's air. That along with the citrus, and this is not the show where we're going to be talking about all the therapeutic benefits of essential oils or any of that type of stuff, but Now it just kind of resonates a little bit with me on why I loved the smell of cinnamon and orange so much. And I'm sure it's one of those favorites that we smell this time of year at many places. If you have a favorite smell that you like, maybe it's like cookies baking. Ooh, what's your favorite Christmas cookie? Maybe that'll be something we talk about next time. I would like to, um, but that was again, just another favorite Hollywood Hollywood, um, (laughs) holiday memory. Today, I've got um, the dogs. I've got Bill underneath my feet, and Angie, Jenny, and Eric are re-snuggled underneath the covers. One of the things that I've enjoyed this last week is a lot of cuddle time with the dogs. I think they don't know what to make of it other than I make sure that they get to go outside, they go potty, they get their homemade rice, chicken, and, and green beans, And then once that's done, it's like, Guys, who wants to go back and snuggle? And, you know, they race up the dog stairs onto the bed, dive under the covers, and there we go. Um, They just are such love bugs. And one of the things that I found interesting in the last week or two, well it's really longer than that, but I'm more observant of this right now, is that little Eric, who can't weigh more than like five pounds, for years and years and years, when I first got him, I got him as a rescue, you know, he was very nice. But, you know, kind of standoffish would like, attention, but I didn't really have that much of a bond with him. And he's still the only dog that I've ever had that has never wanted to give me a kiss. He does not kiss people. Now, he'll kiss Bill and Jenny and Angie all day long. And when Sookie was alive, he would just sit here and mack on her all day long. But he will not kiss like people no matter what. Now, he will come and, you know, want to be picked up and held and, and pet that he's not interested in giving you a kiss in return. And it just is the most maddening thing ever. But in the last few weeks, one of the things that he has taken up is insisting every time we get into bed and start to cuddle, he wants to snuggle between my chest and my arm. You know, like he just like, kind of works his way in. And if he can't get in there, he just starts making the most obscene squeaking noises you've ever heard. Like, I want to get in there. Let me get in there. I need to get snuggled. And he does. And he just like plops his head down on my arm and he tuckers out. So the three dogs are there. Bill's underneath my feet right now. And it's one of those things that, you know, as the dogs get older, I think Eric is what, 14 now, Angie, Bill, and, and Jenny, they'll be what, 12, 13 this coming April. Um, You know, they're just as they get—they're getting older. um, You know, I just see that you know they need a little bit of different type of you know quality love and reassurance to let them know that they are absolutely the light of my life. They are totally. Um, One other thing I wanted to do this week is play a bunch of music for you. Back in the day when I used to do the Miles High Christmas, we'd have you know guests from around the world call in, would play their music. I had hundreds of songs loaded into the studio. And then as I got ready to um, take a hiatus, I said, well, I'm going to clear out the studio. So that way, you know, Rob has plenty of space for stuff if he wants to upload, et cetera. And so I just basically kept, you know, my music in and a few other songs thinking, oh, you know, I'll, I've always got backup. Well, I had backup until my computer crashed last year and I lost pretty much every single CD or song that I'd ever loaded up, you know, cause you used to be able to copy CDs onto your computer and then play them wherever you wanted and all of that. Here's the deal. When I uploaded everything to my computer, save the CDs, I donated them all or I gave them away or I told somebody to go sell them or whatever. I, but the fact is they were all gone hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of CDs. So, um, This morning, I thought, you know, I'm going to go and load up the studio with all of my Christmas music, and I went into my iTunes, which is the biggest pain in the butt. It used to be, I mean, I've paid for it. Whatever I've got downloaded, I've bought, so I should do whatever I want to with it. Well, I can't figure out how to offload from my iTunes library, which is mine, to my computer so that I can upload it into the show, at least not without a lot of pomp and circumstance that I wasn't prepared to do this morning. So um, depending upon how much of a pain in the ass this is, I may be doing some other Christmas music uploads. We'll share later on the week. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. It's going to be a wild surprise. Um, But the fact is that I'm thinking about how we can have some more music this week that will be super fun. I'm going to play a song that hopefully will give you a little inspiration this time of year. It's called Fog. And this is off of my first effort called Eyes Wide. Fog, for those of you who don't know, stands. It's an abbreviation that I got from a pastor friend of mine in Texas. He says, I hope you're surrounded by the fog today. And I always thought that was funny because he was in Texas and i was here in California. There's no way he knew what the weather was, but it was a foggy day. He says, well, I hope you're surrounded by fog. And I said, okay, what does that mean? He goes, surrounded by the favor of God, F-O-G. And I went,
0: oh my gosh!
1: And so that was the inspiration for this song. I hope you enjoy it.
0: You're standing alone, and you think that no one's there. You're feeling cold, like nobody even cares. Cause it seems. Like, cut the Let the world set you free, let it change your reality, you know we're in this world together. You're lifted up, your life starts anew today, and what the.
1: So that's my song, Fog, and I hope that today you are surrounded by the fog and all things that you do. I am so glad to be here with you today and look forward to sharing more memories with you here on Rated G Radio in the following days. This week, we'll have an episode with Mary Lou on Rated Oz Radio. I believe that'll be coming up tomorrow. Later in the week. I'm sure that Rob with Rated LGBT Radio has got something going on, and we'll have some more fun right here on Rated G Radio. I mean, it's all things rated. And your Christmas memories, your holiday memories, I want to hear about them. So drop me a note. Send me an email. Go to the Rated G Radio Facebook page and send me a private message, and I'll share your memory, public or private. I mean, I'll, I can keep you anonymous. If that's naughty. And those are also fun, too. Um, but tell me what's going on in your world this holiday, yeah. and with that, I will say, have a blessed day, and I will see you super, super soon. You've been listening to Radio G Radio,
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest
1: place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.